Hi, I'm Madonna, and this is New York. See the puddles? Isn't it wonderful? You know, sometimes people think that if you're a girl, you're going to be a pushover, and they can get away with more. They can um, kind of pull the wool over your eyes. You're not going to be as strong as a man in, in like, getting what you want, demanding what you asked for. But um, I just surprise them when they see that they're wrong. And on the other hand, the advantages are the, um, the charms, you know, that people always fall for. <laughs> You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey everybody, it's Stefan. Hey guys, it's Tony and it's all about survival. At this point, yes. And this is Liberty. Hello everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Liberty and Stefan. Hello everyone. Welcome to season four. I am shocked and elated that we are actually beginning the fourth year of this podcast. That's just how much there is to say. I never planned this far ahead. I'm grateful to have a show to do and people to talk to and people to listen and people for us to listen to, too, you know? And not patting myself on the back, but what about that catchy new theme song we've got going on? I mean, first, let's give some props to Liberty for taking the reins on We Love Madonna, the official theme song Thank of you so season much. four. Bravo. Thank it's It's a bop. It's a bop. Thank you. It's my pleasure, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I just, I love singing, I love music, you know, and I love Madonna, so... All of those things together, and it just, you know, works perfectly for me. So thank you for having me on it. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. No, thank you for for taking the reins on my... My little idea that could. I uh, I was like, you know what? We need to switch it up. Madonna loves to reinvent herself uh, every album. And I thought, again, for a new season of the podcast, let's reinvent our opening. So uh, we're giving you a little anthemic Madonna song, all for you. Meanwhile, I'm screaming, I'm not changing my fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it sounds great. I love a new theme song. I feel... Like something's been washed all over me, you know. <laughs> and we'll at some point let you hear the full the full song because there is a full song. It's not just that little that little snippet. There's a a lot of goodness that Liberty lays down on the track, and it's amazing. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. All good things. We'll we'll let you hear it real real soon. A whole lot of hotness coming your way, guys. Mm-hmm. I promise. Mm-hmm. Well, so before we get into uh, a bevy of Madonna conversation, uh, how is everyone? Liberty, how how was your break? How how were things? Uh, My break was really good. We stayed home. We didn't do much of anything. Um, I did have uh, some guests in my home, and that was nice to have you uh, friends or family around. But other than that, we pretty much laid low and um, kept it... uh, on the home front this year, nice. which is not that unusual lately, but um, yeah, that's what we did. How about you? What did you do? Tony, you go first. Oh, me? Well, I'm here in Mazatlan, Mexico, and I had, I mean, it, it feels weird saying that I had Christmas because it was like, you know, 
75, 80 degrees, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been good. It's been good. I, um, you know, kind of getting over that adjustment period and now I'm starting to like really feel like I live here and, and yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. I mean, it's fun and yeah, come visit. Yeah. Trust me. It's, it's snowing outside right now. And I'm like, yeah, I need to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Are you now, you're a Mazatlanian? What what is, what is it? They, they call them Mazatlecos. No, I think, I mean, you know, like, Carrie Bradshaw says you have to live in New York for 10 years to become a oh. New Yorker. So I'm thinking I got to live here for six months before I become. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. And Stefan? Yeah, no, things have been good. You know, working, making some money, trying to stay busy. And let's not forget, Stefan has also been seen on TV. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. And just like that, I, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you haven't watched the show, I've, there's two times you can clearly see me and two times you can't. But uh, I'm so glad that shows out because it was so tough to hold on to those secrets. If I won't spoil them here in case you haven't seen the show, but like I knew two of the really big secrets that were happening in the show. And uh, I'm so glad that I can finally talk about them. I haven't been watching on my phone, so I really can't. <laughs> I haven't been able to see you, but uh, I screen grabbed it. I screen grabbed it. You just go on my Instagram. You'll see it. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) For doing that for me because my vision, I've, I had to get new glasses over the break. That was my, that that's my reinvention that. And I've, I've changed my hair. You're dark now. Yeah. I love this Mm -hmm. Madonna MTV 10 look you've got going on here. Ooh, Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Glycerin. I I need more glycerin. Yeah, I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. And all that we've been through. I always love that. I, I use that. I did. Uh, sorry to digress for for one second. I, I did oh, drag. I did drag once in college. Uh, my persona's name was Shampoo Versace, and I uh, it was a it was a sorority benefit. They paired one sorority with a fraternity member, and of course, my first year in the fraternity, I was like, um, I'm doing Miss Hofstra USA. Yes, I am. Like, there was no question. I was doing it. My talent section, all of the people would always do some stupid, lame lip sync to Madonna songs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm veering, I'm going the other way. Everyone else can dance to Madonna. I'm, and so what I did was I did a little monologue and it was after Madonna's MTV 10. So I used a little bit of that and some stupid soap commercial that was on TV at the time. And that was my, and so I, I, had a little cardboard cut out of a bathtub and I was in the bathtub with a shower hat on and doing a, a dramatic reading of Madonna's MTV 10. No one knew. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> what I was doing. I was like, everyone was just staring at me with this blank expression and I was reenacting. Basically I was selling my shampoo because that was my, that was my character. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a hoot. I lost because I insulted the, the hosting sorority because the, the woman who was playing the host was getting progressively wasted throughout the event. And by the end of it, I was just like so Uh-oh. fed up. And the question that they ask you on the little question and answer thing, I, the, I picked it out of the hat and it was, if you had the ability to do one thing, what one thing would you change in the world? And I looked at her and I said, I would teach everyone how to have good, clean hair, just like me. And I'll start with you first, honey. And a standing round of applause oh. from everyone in the auditorium. However, the administration didn't think it was kind that I was insulting the hosting sorority. So I did not place, but I was the best. <laughs> yeah, the most memorable. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, hell, hell yeah. Uh, speaking of memorable, I'd like to give a shout out, huge thank you to Donald Ely. Uh, we had him on last season. He's a graphic designer, and he was the one who designed our amazing new logo for season four. Uh, this season, we decided to choose Madonna's Folktronica Opus music, music as our inspiration for the season, and Donald was gracious enough to put together some artwork uh, that would make anyone want to singy, singy, singy. So, Donald, oh. thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it was an impressive instant the moment I saw that, <laughs> and uh, we love it. So thank yes. you. Yes, thank you, Donald. It looks amazing. And Stefan, never, ever, ever say those words again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super cute. And you know what I really like is that, you know, when uh, when – People who all love something come together and they, you know, they're like, here's a little uh, thing I did. Maybe you want to use this. And I just think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. We're all able to share how much we love Madonna with our different, um, for lack of a better word, voice, you know, the different things, like our talents that kind of shine through. And I like that. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Community. It's kind of like bringing a covered dish to the Madonna show, you know? Right. It's oh, yes. <laughs> Madonna pot luck. Yeah. <clears throat> pot luck. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's, uh, well, we'll save that. Good, for- I was going to say, good segue. Uh, let's, let's, I think it's time for uh, the very first 2022 edition of... This must be the Omicron edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, speaking of hi, Donna, uh, what, yes. what, what's she been up to, Liberty? Well, you know, it's kind of a grassroots thing she's got going in Stott, <laughs> Um where she, uh, well, of course, now she has gone there a few times. She's been there. She's mm-hmm. well-versed in, in the geography of um, the Swiss uh, ski chalets in yeah, the bunny Gestad. slopes mm-hmm. and of course the whole family was in tow for this adventure uh including boyfriend ala malik who um i hadn't actually seen in a minute so i was i was uh interested to see that he was there um you know she also was able to give us a little preview of the next tour um <laughs> Influence star, you know, the yodeling, yodeling, guys. I've been waiting for it. You know, I mean, the bagpipes in Reinvention Tour, that, you know, that really captured my imagination. I really loved that. So, Calican Trio we had in MDMA. Oh, yeah. This is the next Leila Palatute, but Batuka, like extravaganza, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Get prepared to cry, Tony, because Mm -hmm. she's going to whip out those Swiss yodelers. I'm telling you, Yodel Shop, it's the Candy Shop remix. It's coming our way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like a yodel. Oh, yeah. Love don't yodel here anymore. I can go all day with this. (laughs) Turn up the yodeling. Turn up the yodeling. Um, I'm telling you, you saw her face. Ricardo was filming her while she was listening to those yodelers. And she looks at the camera with that knowing look like, you guys are going to get some yodeling on the next on the next tour. We'll see. Now, while there will be yodeling in the next tour, there will not be amusement park rides on her next tour. 
No. Did you guys see her face when she was on that dumb? She was oh, not, yeah. <laughs> that she was, was not having that. <laughs> even I felt bad for her. I was like, ooh, why would anyone put her on that thing? Or why would she even allow anyone to like talk her into like. I'm such a huge roller coaster fan. I don't, I, I mean, it's either you love them or you're frightened of them. Yeah. She just looked like she was completely indifferent. It was as if like. She was having some bland food during dinner that was not appetizing to her. It's like it's like me when my kid is like, "Mom, please, can you please ride the Joker here at Fiesta Texas in San Antonio with me?" And I'm like, "I guess." And I just get on there and I'm like, "Oh gosh, I hope." And I then don't and then someone snaps a photo of you and yeah. there's that there's that face. <laughs> you know that there's going to be very minimal, you know. Um, retouching of that photo. That's another reason that, you know, was a little bit probably. Well, yeah, that, that's, you know, like Stefan just referred to her control issues, you know. I mean, she can't control anything that's happening while she's strapped into that thing. You that's know? right, actually. I'm happy when I when we get to see those, like, random paparazzi shots, though, because we actually get to see her real face. Like, yes. I, I mean, look, uh, the, the face tuning, she looks beautiful and all, but I love seeing her in person. When I got to see her in Harlem last year, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's gorgeous. Stop face tuning. You look amazing. You know, it's, it's like seeing a rare salamander in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Um, we're, we're not, just so you know, we're not comparing Madonna to salamanders. Yeah. We're just, they are, uh, it's a beautiful and preposterous creature. You know it is. <laughs> Much um, like Madonna. Mm-hmm. So then it looks like at the beginning of last week, Madonna's jet lag was nowhere to be found because she was like, like in LA, right? And she was having a dinner date with Julia Fox that turned into a party with Kanye and a bunch of other people. And um, yeah, I mean, I've heard for the last, yeah, since 2020, um, someone I know actually tweeted, um, let's get Julia Fox to play Debbie Mazar in the Madonna movie. Mm. And then, then a couple of people did the same thing and it ended up in W Magazine, as I mentioned. And you know, I mean, it was just, it's just like, you know, fans, fans wishing, you know, for that to happen. But I don't know. I mean, Madonna wrote in her Instagram, I think that she was meeting with her for the movie. And mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, that's what I piece together with my, you know, deductive reasoning. <laughs> I mean, I could see that, you know, it's, I mean, because I, I didn't know who she was other than the woman who's Kanye's current beard and oh well I mean you know a a fun fact um to be had you know she was like you know one of those nightlife girls downtown um like in the 2000s and last 10 years but she was in the Safdie Brothers movie Uncut Gems a couple years ago it was her film debut she played Adam Sandler's girlfriend Mm -hmm. and there's a scene where he goes to her apartment and Rain is playing and it's Mm -hmm. like a like a pivotal scene in the film so you know, she's been a Madonna fan. That was her idea for that to, you know, be part of her character. Um, mutual admiration society. But um, Madonna's longtime friend, uh, Kim Kardashian, did not appreciate that. I guess she unfollowed her. I mean, this is all so gossipy, but I mean, it's what's happening to this to this mature woman of the world. You know, she's hanging out with these youngsters and then gets caught in this whirlwind of... Uh, oh no you didn't you know (laughs) yeah it's strange i mean i know i when she was i didn't know who julia fox was i had to like google her and find out and Mm -hmm. then it was like also at that dinner was like kanye west or sorry Yee 
as he appears now <laughs> wants to be called. Is it uh, ye? Is it ye? yay? Is yay. It, is it Kanye? Is like, it ya? I've been saying ye just because it's ridiculous. <laughs> and um, also, I think in tow, former professional boxer Floyd Mayweather, yeah. uh, football wide receiver Antonio Brown, like all these oh. random people. Oh, and I, Evan Ross, but not his wife, Ashley Simpson, which would have been hilarious to see her and Madonna in the same room sneering at each other. Yeah, it was, I mean, Look, Madonna was looking fresh and fabulous and, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous. And I think they were at some trendy private club in downtown L.A. And I think, Liberty, you and I were talking about how, like, after Madonna left, Kanye got involved in some sort of, like, dispute. And he's now being investigated for suspicion of battery. I watched the video. Oh, and and um, it does. I I think it's right after the alleged um, incident, and there are um, there's a lot of yelling, and mm. Kanye is just ranting as mm. he. Yay! Shocking. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Yay. I'll never get that right. Um, yay was yelling a lot, ranting. There was someone who is possibly related to him with him at the time um a woman yelling you know come on calm down Mm -hmm. um you know trying to kind of center him a bit but um he just wasn't having it he walked down the street well i mean we all know it's it's publicity for his upcoming headline appearance at coachella la 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 i mean that's Mm. obviously it's all for coachella well you know there's unverified british press um items that I saw over the weekend, you know, one of them saying that Madonna was going to get Lourdes to play her in the film, that Julia Fox was already cast in, which is like, none of those things are true. And the other thing too, and you guys can Google this if you haven't seen it already, where it said that Madonna's talking to Kanye about doing a sequel to Bedtime Stories, doing an R&B album, and, and I'm like, Says who, you know? Yeah, who's spreading these rumors? I, the I British saw that. tabloids. I, I, I saw that. I'm <laughs> like, wow, we are desperate for some new Madonna music. You know, we're, we're hungry yeah. if people are like trying to invent Bedtime Story 2. <laughs> now, as, as much as the work that Kanye did on Rebel Heart, I enjoyed, I doubt they're doing anything remotely close to a bedtime story too. No, I don't think it would be that R&B-E. Um, and I think we know the musical direction Madonna's kind of leaning these days is mm-hmm. a little bit more... Um, Up and I, down and all around. Yeah, I, I don't... I And I don't know. I, I don't listen to Ye, I'll be frank. I just... He's not my cup of tea, personally. Um, and... I have a hard time with those who are, you know, saying he's, he's a genius and he's uh, cre- possibly, I've never worked with him and I will never work with him. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I, I am concerned for Madonna's, you know, I guess foray into Kanye's world or Ye's mm-hmm. world. It's a little, um, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it looks contrived. I just, yeah, I'm not. I, I just hope that she makes good choices because this has happened not just to her. It's happened to a lot of people. It's like this is the sound of the moment. This is what the kids are listening to. And then you make that album and then it comes out and that music is over, you know. And I hope that she doesn't fall into that trap where she's like, yeah, this is going to sound just like what everyone's doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it gets released, it's like, God, Madonna, that. 
And she's never done well when she's looking to others in her circle. Mm -hmm. She she always is, she tends to excel, I think, when it's like her own idea, really. I I don't know how to explain that better, but I would like to see her maybe sequester herself from from those outside influences let yeah. you know let it simmer within um but i think a lot of times she's 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 like reaching she's looking for the idea um and maybe she finds inspiration because you know you know that Ye talks probably a mile a minute about yeah. wild things and hey who knows maybe she pulls a little nugget here and there um, yeah, exactly. She takes what she likes from column A and she takes one from column B and then she throws everything out, you know? Right. Mm. Well, but, and she has been obviously in the studio. We know um, she was doing stuff with Sway Lee back in December, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think a lot of people um, agreed that that's probably for his upcoming album. But, you know, that could also go on hers if she is working on something of her own. I kind of got the idea because it was kind of simmering around the same time um, as the Sikhic and uh, the Frozen. Uh, what do you call that? Like, like snippet? It's not a full remix. Song. I mean, yeah, the remix. He remixed it. Reimagining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Biographical reimagining of. They the song. said there'd be a full version at some point, and so I thought. Yeah, it's oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I I'm wondering if maybe the first album that Warner Brothers is going to be sort of putting out, re-releasing, as you if you will, is Ray of Light, and if they're sort of like using the frozen remix to repackage that with. Mm. Um, oh, that would be way too easy and way too uh, yeah. opportunistic. They'll but never, who knows? They'll, they'll never do that. I mean, as we've, <laughs> as we've also seen just recently, she teased on her Instagram that apparently coming soon, which we know with Madonna could mean a year or two from now, uh, that, that she's going to be releasing uh, her 50 number one dance hits. Uh, I don't know if that's some sort of like, double disc compilation physical pack packaging or if it's just going to be a streaming thing yeah um obviously i am already setting myself up for disappointment because i'm assuming that with a new greatest hits is going to be coming a new song and i know that i'm going to be disappointed but i'm hoping that we like she did with immaculate collection and celebration that we will get at least one new song and it's a, a dance song, and it'll be the lead single to present with the new. <laughs> with the, and apparently, I'm assuming it's going to be remixes of all of her 50 number one dance songs over the last 30 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't care if there's a new song. I mean, there's really no room for a new song in 50 number one hits, you know. But 51. I, it could be 51. Not if, if that one is not a hit, right. then. Then It'll it be just negates the whole thing, you know? I believe in but I, But I think that, you know, they need to respect the fans and not give us, like, you know, three-minute, 50, you know, second versions of, you know, remixes that should be five, six, seven minutes. So, I don't know. Yeah, like proper treatments of the songs so that we can fully enjoy them. Um, mm-hmm. He's clearly getting creative, yeah, we don't want something that's, you know, like Mike Dean in there, like changing everything completely. 
Um, you know, I mean, he's a good producer and everything. He's got ideas, but I don't want it to be all rapidified if that's... We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I imagine? They're just so stoned, they think everything sounds amazing. And then we get it, we're like, what exactly is going on with this album? <laughs> hey, you know, I also hope we get a physical release. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be really good. Um, I did read somewhere, somebody said something like, maybe it would be just a Spotify playlist, which would be kind of unfortunate, you know, if it's just yeah. that nothing physical it would be mm -hmm. better if it was you know and, and, and going back to what stefan said you know something cohesive like an immaculate collection where everything is redone and presented in a new way so you know it's it's madonna's hits but you know right something that's the same yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm referring to it as you can dance too because i assume it'll who knows maybe it'll run like it'll be all of her all of her 50 hits remixed into one long ongoing party. Yeah. You know, like that would you be You can like, dance also. Yeah, mm -hmm. two hours of nonstop Madonna. It's all Madonna all the time. It'll be amazing. Put it on at your next bachelorette party and just have some jello shots and just get crazy. Right. Just like it'll be all the women who will love it that are, um, you know, the ones at the concert that are just. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. All the women at Philadelphia's Madame X show that were screaming about listening yep. to Material Girl. You're, you're going to get your wish, ladies. Yeah, play and then there's your a, wish. And then there's the disclaimer, you know, the new song is not a number one song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's strange. I mean, like I heard recently um, that on TikTok, um, Material Girl is kind of making a comeback. This is what we hear at school because, um, you know, the high school kids are all about TikTok lately. I know nothing personally about TikTok. Um, I, I avoid it like the plague. Oh, you're, you're on TikTok. I've, I've <laughs> seen you on TikTok, Liberty. Okay, a little it's bit. It's quite scandal. I don't know how to work that TikTok. <laughs> well, it's fun. I mean, I've really? done a good job. You've done a good job. It's. I mean, I the really... videos are interesting. I'm not quite sure what you're making in some of them, but yeah, I don't. Can't either. tell if they're if they're cooking videos or if they're like. I mean, look, you know. I'm just on. It's because I started, you know, um, working out again and trying to do kind of New Year, New Me stuff, and so I was like, I'm just gonna make a separate TikTok just for fitness. Um, so I don't know. It's, we'll see how it goes. It's, well, I mean, there's only so many Jillian Michael videos you can watch in one day. I mean, come on, let's be realistic. <laughs> oh, know. I used to have the Marky Mark workout VHS. Yes. I had Cindy Crawford. I did not use it to work out. Let's be real. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> it was just nice. Something to watch, you know, just watch Marky Mark work out. I mean, it was, you know, yeah. Get inspired. It was pretty. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm having some popcorn. It's a movie. Yeah. I never understood that, that, glittering time in our lives when everyone had a workout video. I was always wondering why Madonna never had one. I mean, she came close with uh, that aborted deal with Nike with the aerobic dance shoes, but I mean, maybe yeah. that would have been the closest thing, right? That's well, she true. got hard candy fitness. I mean, she, you know. Well, that was after that. Yeah. She didn't need a videotape. She had a whole gym <laughs> chain. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, it just, uh, it just didn't work out. The timing wasn't right, you know. I mean, there was um, just nothing in it for her, I think. Yeah, I think she, she talked about it in her uh, Madame X Q&A. They asked her, how do you stay fit? And she's like, well, you know, um, basically she said that, you know, she's not as crazy about it as she used to be because she had her hip replacement. But um, 
you have to keep your mind fit, you know, you have to, mm. you have to fight hard and you have to claw your way through, you know? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she just doesn't want to be taken advantage of anymore. Okay. It's that she doesn't oh. need that. Mm-hmm. Troy, what is his name? Tory did you, did you Did you hear the song? Because the minute I put it on, I was like, wow, he doesn't even waste a beat. You yeah. know, it just like steal, steal, steal. It was like <laughs> he went to karaoke and queued up into the groove and just sang his own lyrics. Yeah, he even picked a weird remix too, which is funny. And that's what I don't get. I mean, he could have just gone, you know, I have some songs on Spotify from Madonna covers. And yeah, but that's you, Liberty. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And, um, you know, you're a one name artist and you guys have yes. different rules, you know? That's right. I do what I want. Um, us with one well, name. No, but you paid for those. You, you, you went the legitimate route. Like you paid, you licensed the, the songs. That's right. I did. It's easylicensing.com. And, <laughs> and your yeah. version of Angel is quite stunning. Aww. Yeah. So, uh, what, what was that website again? Easylicensing.com. Yeah, Tory Lanes, look it yeah, up. Yeah, we're texting it to him right now. Hold on. Tory yeah, Lanes. stay in your lane, Tory Lanes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean. Ugh, come on. I mean, and yeah, so you just go on there, you pay for the recording and, you know, or the, the license to record, and then you have, you know, do it the right way. The lawyer's calling you, you know. You know you've pissed her off if she's commenting on your Instagram post. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if you get sure. a clap back on Instagram from Madonna, you you I'd be scared to like not only phone, commenting phone but lawyer. like check your DMs, which is like embarrassing. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't want her lawyers <laughs> coming after. Actually, me. I'd be really happy if I, we got a message like that. Like Madonna said, "Please stop podcasting about me. Check your DMs." I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is so fun." <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Check your DMs is the new uh, Junior. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> right. This is Madonna. <laughs> And I'm all for, um, you know, doing it the right way, making your music and doing your thing. And um, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. it's a way to honor uh, her, but you don't want to steal what she already did. Um, So what else? We've got also the um, Take About remixes, which, you know, not much to say, really. I mean, Mm. oversaturation of hip hop. You know what? I remember when so the, when the Take About remixes were finally released on on streaming, I I was excited because I absolutely adore Take About as a song. Yeah, but I was instant, instantly reminded how disappointing I remembered the remixes being when they were released because mm-hmm. there wasn't anything. It was just like the silky smooth remix and like an instrumental remix and that was about it yeah yeah this is one of madonna's famous missed opportunities because you know when r&b was really big when bedtime stories came out like that was everything you heard on the radio so everybody Mm -hmm. that came out with a new album had to have that pivot and it was you know some people did really great with it but then they decided to remix most of madonna's singles from bedtime stories in you know this like R&B radio remix that never got really got played in R&B no, radio. No, I never heard it you know? ever. And it also took her out of the song, you know, because for example, someone like Mariah Carey who at the same time had an R&B remix of one single and then she had a dance remix of the same single and she would sing new vocals for both the R&B and the dance remix. That's something Madonna could have kind of 
taken on during bedtime stories and really changed the sound of the album. I mean, if we would have had like a, you know, what would have at the time have been one of these like eight minute circuit party dance remixes of Take a Bow, that song was already number one. It was going to be a bigger hit, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would have been fantastic. Can you imagine like a big old eight minute club anthem of Take a Bow? That would be fantastic. Yeah. Madonna, yeah, if they could, if they could the do 50, the same for thing. For the 50 number ones. Yeah, if that's say you know, around the same time, they can do the same thing with like, you know, the Titanic song. They can do the same thing with Take a Bow. Totally. But instead, we got this weird, like, what would it sound like if the music was different? Which yeah. is basically it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I got through them when I bought them and I didn't get through them when I heard it in streaming. But, oh, you wow. know, but still, Take a Bow is Madonna's biggest hit. Gosh, Ever. I can't. Is it really? Like, wow, it's hard to think about. And I know um, a few years ago she played it on the um, on the uh, Rebel Heart Tour, right? Where was mm -hmm. that? In the Philippines, I think. And it was such a big moment. Um, one of the things that I think Madonna does sometimes is she's like, records it, moves on. You know, she doesn't want to re -re revisit, re-record, redo. Um her vocals that she's already done one time is just kind of like missed opportunities to re-record, you know, and make a vocal sound mm -hmm. a little bit different. Sometimes I wonder if maybe her hustle isn't as much there. Yeah. I mean, I hear you, but I mean, from, you know, doing my research and, you know, talking to all these different producers, Madonna's like the one take artist. So mm -hmm. she, you know, like with everything else in her career, I don't want to go back and do those vocals. I did them already. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. um, except, of course, I always have to bring this up the I, Miami I mix. I was waiting. I was <laughs> waiting for you to bring it up. The Miami mix and Buenos Aires, she redid those vocals and, I mean, You're never right. sounded better. You know? I love her vocals on the Don't Cry for Me Argentina mm -hmm. remix. She sounds amazing. She yeah. sounds free. You know, she doesn't sound rehearsed. It sounds like, all right, turn it on. And there she goes, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like they just like, okay, go Madonna. And then mm -hmm. she just like belted it out in one take. And then she was like, okay, and lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one eats. Let's go me. do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, so like did, a sear, I'd like a sear ahi tuna salad with a little honey mustard on the side, please. Oh. You think she she would do honey mustard? Maybe. I think she she likes candy, so I guess she would like a sweet yeah. dressing. You know, well, it wouldn't be balsamic. That wouldn't go with the, no. That, squeeze, that wouldn't go with the tuna. Squeeze a lemon. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Uh, I don't is. know. I sometimes get so hung up on like. What what is Madonna like ordering for lunch at a restaurant? You know? Right, like is it in 1980 or in? She brings her own chef in like 1990, she... and then in 2000, and now she's like, "Can I just get a shake and a burger?" Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> Madonna, don't do it. Remember when it was macrobiotic? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, gosh, you know, she was always so particular. It looked like on the outside looking in, right, about what she would put in her body, and now it's kind of like, meh, you know. She's yeah. got the munchies, y'all. Hi, Donna is hungry. She's the you're not smoking all that weed in the studio and then asking for a salad. You're getting like cheeseburger and fries from in and out. Come on. No, no. I like to think that she's like an Epicurean kind of lady still, you know, she'll eating, have her French eating soup, soup out of those tins. Yeah. She'll be, she'll be eating like a very, you know, elegant French onion soup, you know, uh, mm. better make that too. And then, you know, some nice, uh, you know, French fries with rosemary on them. You know, it's it's got to be tasteful, but it's gonna done be... in the air fryer. <laughs> done in the air fryer. That's right. Twenty twenty two. We're all about the air fryer, and we a little organic brownie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, back to what Liberty was saying, though. It's like we want to hear that like hustle that we know Madonna still got 
buckets of, yes. you know, and right. and I'm and I'm hoping that these musical projects that we can expect this year will have more of that. I mean, recently I I found on YouTube it was Madonna's Danceteria demo, the one that it was the tape that she carried around to all the clubs, and it was mm-hmm. the tape that mm-hmm. uh, they gave to Michael Rosenblatt at Sire Records, and it's the one that uh, Mark Kamen's played at danceateria that night and it's like what is it four or five songs and it's like a live band it's uh stephen bray you know played instruments and produced it um because remember he was not allowed to produce on the first album so this is like them Mm -hmm. working together and it's just crazy it's so good it's like you know it sounds like a funk band and it was like kind of madonna overdoing it like throwing everything but the kitchen sink into it but it works you know and then when you hear some of the same songs on the first album they sound very sparse almost right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i think it, for people who haven't heard the danceateria demo tape it's basically the same music that stephen bray released later in madonna's career like i think it was like early mid 90s and he it's what's the I actual think it's pre-Madonna, pre-Madonna, right? yes. pre-Madonna. I think and but like Europe called it something else, early Madonna or something, and it's basically those. And I think I remember purchasing pre-Madonna, and when I listened to it, I was appalled at how like how <laughs> simple, and appalled, how, like <laughs> simple and just raw it sounded, and I just was not in the right frame of mind for it at the time, and. Tony, when you told me that you found it and you sent it to me and I heard, don't you know, oh my God, when I heard, don't you know, I was like, this is the Madonna song I've been waiting for. (laughs) You know, like I was like, this is amazing. It's like perfect 80s. And it was like, it's so raw and like Mm -hmm. perfect Stephen Bray. And then like Stay is amazing. Like it's a bit more dancey and funk. And I was like, this is what I need her to do. Like Mm -hmm. I'm hope that's... For all you listening, whenever I say, I hope she does new music for the, the movie, this is what I'm talking about I want her to do. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, it would be perfect. Right. I love, I love yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's get it to work again. Right, yes. band again. Oh, yeah. I, I have it. I have the CD. Um, I mean, I, I got it probably in the late 90s. Um, I used to drive a big old van. It was called the Hoopty and had a really good sound system. We'd drive around and like smoke joints and listen to i'd make my friends listen oh my to god it. was it like was it carpeted was it a carpeted van <laughs> yes it was carpeted oh, oh yes Liberty had a, had a little van. tv uh-huh yeah <laughs> it was a conversion van it was my grandma's <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we would um you know it was a hoopty it was i haven't heard oh. the word hoopty since i left texas <laughs> yeah yeah so we would you know we were uh, your friends were in the background you'd pull up to the mcdonald's drive-thru you order a bunch of like shakes and Chicken nuggets, like just toss them in the bag. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> college food, right? And we would just, I just toss it back there and like, here, have a cheeseburger. And then let's pop in some Sublime. And, you know, we weren't listening to Sublime. Of course, I was making them listen to Madonna because, you know, of course, I was a big Madonna fan. Green Day. Yeah. Green Day. Um, yeah. Uh, Stoner Rock. <laughs> right. Anything from the West, this West Mark Coast. Mark McGrath. <laughs> yes. Sugar Ray. Gosh. Did you guys ever hear that rumor that Mark McGrath and Madonna like dated for like a hot second. Mm, Oh, he's a, that was, you know what? If that was true, Mark McGrath definitely, he he dated up for that. 
Yeah, and um, uh, he's like a VJ. I mean, a DJ on uh, Sirius. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, which I love Sirius. It's, I know, me too. <laughs> it's super fun. But anyways, we would just kind of you know drive around, and I mean, I was I I would make my friends listen to um, you know my Madonna mm-hmm. records, and oh, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm kind of like that as a friend. Hey, um, you know, we're going to listen to Madonna now <laughs> and, um, you know, you guys have no choice in the matter. Uh, but there's something to be said. I mean, at that time, uh, in the, when I got the CD, the, you know, hottest records were like Backstreet Boys and, uh, sugary, sappy, sweet pop music, which is fine. But the early pre-Madonna, it just has such a a good production quality is pretty advanced for that for that time and um steven bray did an amazing job of the way his production is amazing on those songs that's why like i was so happy to re like take those songs back in again because as i was listening to them i'm like why wasn't this the first Mm -hmm. album like why did we get deprived of steven Mm -hmm. bray it's and i'm sure you know madonna was just like thrilled to have a record deal so she was just like sorry steven well no that's what happened it's that the the label said steven bray's never worked professionally and they had reggie lucas the guy who wrote um he wrote borderline he wrote a couple of the songs on the album Mm -hmm. and he had done a lot of r&b records so he was hired to be the producer Right. And, you know, they like Jelly Bean wasn't allowed to produce either. He was like a, a co-producer, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, I mean, the, it would have had a different sound. It would have reflected Madonna more rather than what was on the charts, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the R&B dance charts, because that's what they were trying to position her as. Remember, they didn't show her face in the yeah, first that's, single. That's right. And it was just not the direction, right, that, yeah. they, were, that they were going with that, well, how they wanted to have the record but gosh there's some really other really good songs what is there stay 81 um yeah, yeah. ain't no big deal is on there too and yeah. uh it ain't no big deal ended up being a um a, a b-side right to true blue yeah ain't yeah, no yeah, big yeah. deal is madonna's first b-side wow it's so wild to think about because it really is a different um song like soundscape wise than true blue i don't know i i remember so yeah, that song was obviously recorded for the first album. And then I remember, you know how like when you're a kid and you're at your mm-hmm. friend's house and the first thing you do is you go look at their tapes, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. And this girl had a, t- and I'll never forget this tape and I've never seen it since, but I know it exists because I had to Google it. And it was called Revenge of the Killer Bees. And it was put out by Warner Brothers Records. Mm-hmm. And it was a collection of all the B-sides from all the al- all the artists on the Warner Brothers label and it had Madonna Ain't No Big Deal and I was like never heard this song before wow. like what oh, is this you know so that must have been like 84 85 wow but, okay you know I, I think if I'm not wrong a lot of labels would put out like compilation albums and mm-hmm. yeah. these things would end up I think Goodbye to Innocence ended up on a sire record yeah that was on the Roe versus Wade yeah. CD I think that they had out Wow. Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting to me that Ain't No Big Deal couldn't be an album track when the her first two albums were so abbreviated, right? They were like mm-hmm. eight to ten songs. Yeah, very limited. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, don't you know? Why was that not on the first album? Like, 
that was that was such a good song. I, I mean, it's, yeah, I that song has a different feel, I think, mm-hmm. than um, than let's say Lucky Star uh, or you know even yeah. Holiday. So it wasn't exactly in the same vein. I don't know if it would really fit with the rest of the songs that came out at that time. I mean, that came out with the first album. Um, but who knows mm-hmm. their decisions, you know, they made the ones that they made because it was just the right ones to make at the time. History was made that way. Right. So if it had gone a different way, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but really one of my favorite songs on that is, um, the very last song. Oh, what is it called? Laugh to keep from crying. Yes. Okay. So I love it. I love the Chrissy Hind vibe. It's rock. I love the, um, the feel of the song and you know what I what I think you know also is she, we know that you know Madonna is highly influenced mm-hmm. by um, literature and reading and she always shares you know what she's reading on on her Instagram she'll show um, you know Madonna's books. book club I mean I'm a member yes I I mean, exactly like uh, Mary Oliver I think she's reading and and what mm-hmm. is what is you know when she gets this inspiration, like what's, where is she thinking this could take her in the future? I, I want to know, you know, what, what kind of, um, literature is, is what guides her. And what was she reading then in the early eighties? What was she reading at that time? Um, because I feel like she's a hungry person for knowledge, hungry for, um, this world experience and always has been, you know, we laugh about the whole yodeling thing, but really she she always has this sort of worldly experience sure. she brings to the table um, and she shows people things that they don't know mm-hmm. about. And, and I love that. Yeah. And I also think that she can kind of take the same energy that she had going into like a prayer in American life completely not knowing if those sounds or those soundscapes would resonate with people because they were sounds people had not heard with her voice before and they were very risky mm-hmm. projects that ultimately paid off I mean American life had to take 20 years for it to take off but right. it finally did because the content was great right. and the risk paid off and um, in you know, all the fans will agree in the last, you know, three, four records, it's a lot of uh, pop music by committee. And, and I think that, yeah, you know, like Madame X is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm, I'm going to take some risks and I want to do this on my own. And, you know, back to the first album, she doesn't have men telling her what she can and cannot put out anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah right. I'm excited to see where she goes next. It'll be fun to and, and yeah, and you know, with all these uh, reissues coming out this year, maybe, and hopefully a lot of the things we heard in the demo will show up in a cleaned up form. In... Oh, that would be <laughs> nice. No, come on, don't you know, Madonna? <laughs> you know, it's not good to beg, Stefan. I know. I know. Well, I know, actually, it's, I, and I do this all the time on her social media. If you ever see the, the MLVC podcast commenting on any of her posts saying, don't do dance songs, Madonna. Only do slow songs. That's me <laughs> doing a reverse psychology experiment oh. with Madonna, hoping that she'll read me saying, only do slow, and she'll say, I'm going to go and do a dance song. And right. then I'll get what I want. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah. 
you'll get exactly what you're looking for and also a fight because, you know, yeah. she's not going to take Meanwhile, that. we sound exactly like the front row of the bloated audience at Blonde Ambition, you know, just like <laughs> yeah. sitting there. We're the comment section version of that. Right. <laughs> and we don't want to be too hard on her. I mean, I think that it's hard because she's, she's, she's a legend, you know? Yes. So she's. I will I, look. I will. I will consume whatever she gives me faster than Hydana can consume an In and Out cheese. Exactly. Burger. The only, <laughs> and I think I can speak for most of the fans. Um, the only thing we fear is Champagne Rose. Oh gosh, Ooh. yeah. That is the. That is our biggest fear. Yeah, that is. Right, look. That, that's that our, is what wakes us up in the middle of the night. You know, that's covered in one sweat. Champagne Rose <laughs> comment for 2022. That's it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, you're done. No more. Don't. No more. Hey, that's my name. Liberty, thanks so much for stopping by. This was a hoot. I'm Tony. I'm, it's so yeah. wonderful to see your smiling faces. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm so glad that we are have the opportunity to get together and have something to fucking smile about. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it is pretty rough out there right now, let me tell you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. it's always rough. Yeah, 22 but... is looking to be just as thrilling and exciting as the last two years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. We forgot to talk about how um, Rocco Ritchie is like this, like, super artist the right? new banksy the new oh Banksy. yeah so he's got um some art and i think i did see i think i did see the paintings um and he's under a pseudonym so it's it's him but you don't you're not supposed to know that it's him yeah i, I forget his name but you know this this solves the mystery of why madonna and guy ritchie were suddenly at the same art mm, gallery last year okay and uh trying to avoid each other and it was because the secret artist was showing his work yeah. What and, does he paint? Um, paintings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it people? Is it two paintings that I saw look a lot like paintings that Madonna mm-hmm. would have hanging in her house? Mm, uh, okay. One of them actually looked a lot like the one that Moira McFarlane made. Yeah, for I her. thought that too. I thought exactly. <laughs> Madonna that. and Child. How appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great to talk to you guys, and uh, yeah, welcome back. Season four is officially on, and uh, we've got. A lot of surprises. A lot of them are going to be surprising us because we don't know. We what, have no idea what's have going no on. have no idea what's season. happening. It's a but, surprise. Um, but yeah. if you're surprised, if we're surprised, and that's a great place to be. Well, <laughs> I mean, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much. I know that it is a lot of work and that you guys put in the effort. You always get great guests. You always have good questions. And um, I appreciate that. I'm very thankful to have this podcast. Oh, stop it. Yes, it's true. <laughs> and this yeah. is not a paid endorsement. We did not know. Thank you. And it, it's very much appreciated. I mean, the bottom line is if it's not fun for us, we're not putting it out there, you know? Exactly. I mean, think of all the lost episodes that uh, Stefan and I never published. I mean, there are some real clunkers in there. Yeah, speaking of people. Like that one time that we talked to that the guy who was a janitor at the Madison Square Garden when uh Bispin <laughs> was there. Right. I mean, he told us he had all these exclusives and there was like nothing. It was crickets. <laughs> oh my god. What a what a waste of an hour. <laughs> yeah. Just... So re- rest assured, guys, we're only giving you platinum content. And remember, you can always find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLBC Podcast. You can also and should donate to the podcast on Venmo at MLBC Podcast and become a patron. Subscribe patron.podbean.com forward slash MLBC Podcast. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel. We're so happy to be back. We're 
you know, throwing lots of fun content up on the YouTube channel, hopefully, this season. Um, if anything, go to the YouTube channel just for the colorful comments because people are unfiltered and just love to throw some shade and fun comments all over the place. So, uh, Aww, Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. Liberty, Tony, wonderful to see you. Everyone, thanks for listening. Bye. We'll see you next time and uh, do your thing, people. Well, now I'll just wait until you all shut up. <laughs>